0: There's that button and go. Welcome, one and all. Well, just one, I'm guessing. To a podcast about a guy who manscapes so meticulously, it's as if his junk is a bonsai tree.
1: Bonsai.
0: A podcast about a guy who screams yes during his own bowel movements. And other people's bowel movements. Talking about a guy who eats Totino's pizza rolls with a knife and a fork Nobody and a bib what a and he still makes a huge fucking mess. Yeah. Welcome to a show about a guy who tells his dog to leave the room when he masturbates. So his dog leaves the room and masturbates in the hallway.
1: Then the same page...
0: This podcast is about a guy who once accidentally moonwalked into someone's funeral, realized what he had done, apologized, and shamefully moonwalked out.
1: <laughs> Ow.
0: Yeah. My name is Joe Neal. With me is my brother from another mother, but the same grandmother, Jason Mark. This is Just Be Cousins, a podcast about a guy named Tim. <laughs> uh, is that today's topic when we talk about Tim? That's what I was planning on, but now suddenly I'm tired of talking about Tim. Oh. hey, let
1: me, We'll see if this is Tim-related. Um, otherwise, it's just a random show, right? Because we did a show this morning, like, uh, I want to say 14 hours ago, 15, 13 hours ago. And we're doing another one yeah. now just because we have an opportunity. This might go in the can, right? Yeah, it could go in the can. Could get canned. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're just talking about whatever. So here's some things that have been on my mind. I'm going to ask you, okay? First of all... Is there a kind of thing called like maybe platonic flirting, like flirting with someone, but not sexually, but just like, it's flirting, but it's, it's friendly. Like, you know, is that a thing? Does that make sense? Yeah. It's called to... Greco-Roman wrestling. <laughs> I need to have a, a woman on the, we need to get Shags in here or, or any of the other fine ladies for their opinion. because i I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it might be one of these things where I think it's platonic but the woman I'm talking to if it's a woman is like still skeezed out like where's this loser? Leave me alone. Like the other day I was at the uh I was at the doctor and uh I was making jokes with this female doctor making jokes and we're having a good conversation during the exam. But I I made it very clear at the very beginning that I'm married. Like it's like you know, hey, I'm not hitting on you. I'm married, and importantly, I did not ask her if she was married or not because just asking the question is, is you know, you're 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 reaching, you're searching, you're fishing, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's uh that's a creepy move. So if you were to do that, yeah. So and I didn't, I didn't because I didn't have any interest. We're just we're just talking. It was fun. I enjoyed talking to this person, and it was like flirting. Not I want to jump your bones flirting, but. More like, your hand's up my ass anyway, we might as well be friends flirting. You know what I mean? Like, that? Is that a thing? The, if your hand's up
0: somebody's ass, the you're beyond foreplay. It's it's Flirting is over, you've rounded third base, and then you're uh, deep into home.
1: Okay. But it was platonic. It was a platonic hand up. I mean, I was there for an ear infection, so I don't know why she had her hand up my ass, but... <laughs> that is flirting. Okay, that's flirting. I was just wondering. People Well, it, yeah. I mean
0: f- I think that I think people need to be careful like when they're being like super friendly. Yeah. I I don't know. I guess if you're in tune with, you know, if you're attracted to somebody and you're being very friendly with them, I think it's good to just be like, am I am I flirting? I think it's good to be careful with that. Sure. Well, let's you know, let's be clear. Let's... I don't even know what platonic flirting means. I mean, there's being friendly, and then if if it's based in some sort of sexual attraction, uh, then then that's what flirting means. So I, I feel like platonic flirting is, it is an oxymoron. Doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I definitely was not hitting on this this person. I wasn't like like I said. Um, she was basically checking my tonsils from the back, but I wasn't saying anything of a sexual nature. Just, you know, I, I didn't comment on the fact that her, she was elbow deep in my body. I didn't say anything along those lines. I didn't say, you know, Hey doc, uh, I swallowed a quarter when I was seven. Let me know if you find it. Nothing like that. Right. I did yeah. not talk about the fact <laughs> that she was back up there. Um, I was saying things more along the lines of, uh, you know, I got an ear infection. Uh, it, maybe it's because I have my four year old, is really loud and my ears are trying to protest. You know that kind of thing. That's like a dumb joke. It wasn't wasn't saying I got an ear infection. Like you're gonna have a you know an STD if you keep you know tickling my. I don't have a cervix. I don't know what I was saying, but anyway, it was dumb. Let me ask you something else. Let's move on. Well, but did you really go to the doctor today? I did not go to the doctor today. I did go to the doctor uh, yesterday, and I went to the doctor a few days before that, and um. Full disclosure. While I did have a fine conversation with the person I was uh, uh, talking to, there was no hand up the butt this time. She did okay. not. Yeah, that was not. Now I have had hands up. You've had hands up your butt, right? I'm not fists, but fingers. Or maybe you've had. Yeah, fists. I've had. I've had fingers
0: up the butt. Fingers and up and the butt. like like, uh, you ever heard? You ever heard that
1: that band Bad Finger? Uh, I think so. Didn't Soundgarden well, have an album called uh, Bad Motorfinger? Yeah, I'm just saying, if you're at the
0: doctor's office and that song is playing during your <laughs> examination,
1: yeah, it's, it's just it's going to be rough. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about you, but I always choose female doctors. Uh, now that I'm on a regular proctology or what's it called? Colon colonogram. What's it called when they stick it up there, at the finger? Prostate exam. It's funny but because swoop. I was. I was scrolling through pictures of celebrities and I could not think of prostate exam until I got a picture of Kendall Jenner. And I don't know why. I mean, it's just, I have nothing no against Kendall Jenner and I don't know why that would have anything to do with prostates, but that amused me. Um, but I always use female doctors now, Joe, because their hands are smaller. Oh, okay. You're not looking for opportunities to platonically flirt.
0: No, while no. This, while it's, their it's,
1: bad fingers are up your bunghole. No, it's a legitimate... Um, comfort thing but no I uh I was at the doctor I
0: would prefer to have a woman's bad motor finger in my anus
1: right as opposed Be- to because because it's smaller not yeah. because it's
0: a sexual thing
1: so I'm right. with you I'm on board I um I was at the doctor because you know I have really bad t- tinnitus tinnitus you have tinnitus I didn't know that you didn't know that oh yeah it's I it's terrible it's constant it is a roar in my ear has been my whole life uh- and I finally got around to you know, doing some research and it said, Hey, there is a one tenth of a one percent chance that you if you have tinnitus that pulses, it's because this nerve is blocked in your head and it could rupture and you'll die. So I was like, Okay, I'll go get it checked out. So I went oh to the doctor. My God. So that was this week? Yeah. So, like, I gotta check this out. Okay. Yeah. I mean I've had it my whole life, but just now checking out. So I went to the doctor and she's all like, uh, answer these questions, you know, do you have cancer? No. Are, are your parents uh, beating you regularly? No. What about chlamydia? I never met her, you know, that kind of thing. And then finally she's like, okay, I don't see anything wrong with your ears, but we'll do a CT scan and just get a couple pictures just to make sure. But probably, she's like, look, I've been doing this for years, never once has I have I seen a problem. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. So then here's the thing, Joe, I don't know about you, but I saw this doctor on, uh, Wednesday, the CT scan was Friday, right? She ordered it on Wednesday, and it already by Friday, like, yeah, come on in, get your head examined. That's fast. Yeah,
0: is that yeah. a Is that a good? That's a good sign.
1: Well, or it that's is a good thing. It is, except that then she called me with the results that same day on Friday. Like my phone rings, and I'm like, oh shit. Like she would, why is she calling me back so fast? I'm expecting it to be weeks before she calls up and says, yeah. Took the pictures. They're kind of blurry. You're an old man, so who cares? Goodbye. Right? But no, she called me that same day. I'm like, great. I have I have neck cancer. I've got tinnitus cancer. I've had it my whole life. But no, she she called and she's like, yeah, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Have a nice day. Goodbye. Click. Okay. Cool. Yeah. you ever had a CT scan? No, I've never had a CT scan. They used to call them CAT scans. I don't know why they changed the name. CAT scans. Maybe they are afraid people were like bringing in cats and stuff. I don't know. It's cool though. They put you down in this ring and it takes about a billion x-rays all at the same time. But in order to get the right x-ray, they give you this thing called contrast. and They eject it straight into your veins and your whole body gets really hot. Yeah, I've I've heard of this process. Yeah, it was cool. My whole body got hot and then it was done. I was like, that's it? She was like, yeah, the whole thing took like 20 minutes. And that that allows your – like it, it,
0: it it allows the imaging to to be bright. Like it, it, then you, they can really see everything. I guess so. It yeah. being the the robot, the X ray robot. Woo! Yeah.
1: Having a hard time speaking here. That's okay. So yeah. anyway, that's what I did, and that was what I wanted to ask you. And I have other questions for you, but since this is a random in the can show, I thought I'd just throw that out there. Well, I was that? Oh. This doctor that I
0: had for a while. This was like five years ago, and he was like he was eighty five at the time. Okay, so maybe he's dead now, but or maybe he's still alive. He seemed like a healthy fellow, but he was sticking his finger up my ass, and and he, he was getting pretty aggressive. Okay, I guess is the word. And he he there was a lot of lube too, and he put on a glove, which yeah. I thought was you know I I appreciated his candor, and <laughs> and. <laughs> But he was really digging around in there.
1: Yeah. You
0: know? And it, it hurt. Hurt. I was like, uh, and then he goes, well, I found a fissure. Oh, boy. You've got a fissure in your butthole. A this fissure. Like, I, again, five years ago, my fissure has healed. Did he but say I fissure or did he say mind. fissure?
1: F- is it f- fissure? Well, that's what I'm wondering. Is I mean, I know what a fissure is, but I'm thinking, is fissure like he found like – a little guy with like a sword and he's fighting demons in your butthole. Is that like what a fissure? What's a fissure? It's a like a fissure is a small
0: cut, uh, a little tear. Yeah. Okay. Fissure, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I can never get this out of my mind. I did get his finger out of my butt, but this notion <laughs> never left my mind, which is I think he caused the fissure. Yeah. He, digging around my asshole. And it hurt. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, there's a tear in your asshole. But I think he left out the fact like, yeah, I just tore your asshole. I'm oh, sorry. Man.
1: And then he gave me some stuff. He literally tore your asshole a new one. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> yeah. Dr.
1: Guy. Dr. Guy. His name. Well, you don't have him as a doctor anymore? No, I moved. You know and how he pro- and then he probably died. Okay. So you know how when you rent a car, they like sometimes they'll walk around the car with you to check for dents and scrapes. That way, when you bring it back, you can't say, "Oh, it was already there." Right? You know how they do that. Yeah. You should do that with your your rectum, Joe, because then you can like, All right, before you go digging around in there, Doc. I want you to take a look here. There's no fissures, right? No rips, no tears, no scratches. There is a little dent right there. Uh, we were yeah, drunk. Yeah. Um, we we try not to talk about it. Me and Steve. And we don't count anything that's bigger than a quarter, but yeah, uh, any or any damage any that's bigger it's than a quarter. smaller than a quarter. That's right? Fine,
0: it's negligible. Smaller than a quarter.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah. It's if it's smaller than a quarter, then it's negligible. I was don't worry. Say, about. We don't count bigger than a quarter. Just like you get a ding, you're like, well, "Fuck <laughs> this!" and You run it into a, a house. It's Just like it's bigger than a quarter now.
0: This tear in your asshole <laughs> is the size of a carrot, and it's.
1: <laughs> And that's, ooh, and carrot. It's, and it's the Putt-hole. same color. Okay, so that's buttholes. Um.
0: <laughs> that's buttholes. So that's buttholes. And by the way, I've never had a carrot up my
1: butthole. Have you ever had I've anything? never had
0: a fissure the size of a carrot caused by a carrot up
1: my butthole. Have you ever had anything uh, besides a doctor's finger going up? I mean, you've had things come out, obviously. Anything go up, like a small uh, figurine of the Eiffel Tower? Maybe, or, uh... No, 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 I've, uh... Aside from a doctor's finger,
0: I've had... I'll admit it, I've had, you know, in, in the heat of passion... Mm-hmm. I've I've had, I think,
1: a couple of... Hello? You still there? Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what happened, but he's no longer with us. I mean, he's no longer on Skype. I'm only assuming he was going to say something along the lines of a couple of dongs. I don't know why things are. Hey, no. are you you there? The, you're back. I got. It says my connection was lost. Well, well, you're back now. <laughs> what so, was the last thing I said? You said you, in the heat of passion, you've had a couple of dongs up your butt. <laughs> no, I've
0: I've had women put their fingers in my butt. Okay, during sex. Yeah, and it, I didn't ask for it. I don't even really think I appreciated it, but okay. I tolerated
1: it. Tolerate and, you know, it, yeah. everything else that was going on was fine. On the one hand, when you have an it was unwelcome... was my butthole. Yeah. <laughs> on the one hand, it was your butthole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to say, on the one hand, when you have an unwelcome guest in your back door, uh, in the throes of passion, it gives you some sort of insight of what it's like to... Have somebody do something to you physically that you don't want. But on the other hand, it's nothing like that because you're still probably going to ejaculate and you should never compare somebody sliding a finger up your butt during sex to unwanted groping on the bus. Oh.
0: Well, I did scream
1: rape and ejaculate okay. as the finger went up my butt. Right. I think that's like they say or I don't know, I've 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 tried but I've never I've I've never seemed to find where you you like press on the prostate and it just automatic jizz happens like no orgasm mm-hmm. just squirt right something along those lines. I can see like if by you're, the way I'm I'm just kidding
0: I didn't ejaculate when the finger goes up the butt though I understand if somebody does that right uh
1: yeah that's you can make that happen that's what I've heard and make that happen you would think that like if some if a if somebody's having sex with a guy a woman or man and like ah, I just wish this was over with they could reach up in there press the button like okay you're done. You'd think, right? That's that's a heck of <laughs> yeah. a that's a heck of a button to press, though. Like you're like, oh, I don't know what he had for dinner. I'm just uh. you either
0: you either have to be like really sexually skilled, you know? Yeah, or super like, desperate, it's like Liam Neeson with a specific set of skills.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: or you or you just have to be a doctor. I bet a lot yeah. of doctors, especially proctologists, are just like, I'll yeah. I'll fucking push,
1: I'll push your button while yeah. I'm in there if you want, just to get her done. Yeah. You know how you ever go to a, uh, you're, you're walking along at a crosswalk and, or maybe you see people do this instead of just hitting that button to cross once, they keep banging it. Bam, 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 bam. Like it's going to make it go faster. You don't want that person banging on your prostate to make you finish your sex act. You don't, bam, Mm. bam, bam. Or maybe you do. Maybe that's what you're into. I don't know. Yeah. It's not what I'm into, but I wouldn't mind. Yeah. I've had all kinds of things back there. I've had sticks and stones and broken bones and. All manner of lube, different kinds of syrups, salad dressing, mustard. Isn't that called be- being pegged? Um, my understanding is that pegging is when a woman uses a strap-on to enter a man f- for sexual purposes, so sensual th- sexual th- purposes. That is,
0: yeah, yeah, that's being pegged, but I thought that's th- – that anything if somebody puts an object in your butt it doesn't have to be a woman with a strap on that that's one way of pegging do i have that completely wrong well it's i don't specifically when a woman has a strap on fucking a guy
1: my a understanding butt. it was uh men who like to be penetrated by women cuz men who like to be penetrated by men we we didn't call that pegging we just called that you know homosexuality and yeah men who like me are putting stuff up their butt by themselves because they're bored at the library i don't think that was ever called pegging that's just you know bored at the library
0: um yeah yeah i know how that goes
1: yeah well let me tell you i just thought
0: that putting an object in one's butt was pegging and i didn't even know if it it, or it didn't have to be a guy's butt necessarily see so i just got the definition wrong well i don't know
1: language you know evolves who knows maybe that's the way people use it now like i i mean if you called somebody up and you're like what do, why aren't you at work? And they're like, um, well, I don't feel well. And you shouted, quit pegging yourself and get in here. I think everyone would know what you meant. And yeah. that person would show up and then start making tacos. Well,
0: I'm, I'm looking at my notes here and I've got a related thing. Okay. Uh, do you ever go to a gym, gym? I know that you run. Do you ever do like cardio at a gym, like an elliptical or a... a I have. I have a tra- I treadmill. Do you ever like do do
1: any weights or anything at a gym? Uh, I, n- not for a few years. I have had gym memberships for most of my life, but lately, no, not for the last couple of years. Well, I've been going to the gym. I do elliptical, which is fine, and you know
0: that helps me out more emotionally than anything else. I don't yeah, think it you really really helps it before. to keep weight down. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you know about that. Yeah, but yeah. I've been, I've been looking for the right machine. And I I was asking my wife to, like, you know, what is a – what's the best way I can – and I I didn't know how to explain this because I have a – I've got a really tight muscle or a couple of muscles in my, like, lower, lower back kind of upper butt. But it's, like, within my pelvis. Yeah. Like – and I was talking to my wife trying to explain this. I'm like, I need a way – I need to go to the gym and find a way to work this muscle – Like I need to go to the gym and like work my kind of inner butt. And she was like, she was like, that didn't sound right. Like you you shouldn't go, you shouldn't go (laughs) to the gym looking for a way to get your inner butt worked. I was like, oh, (laughs) very good. I figured out what it's called though with my wife's help. It's the piriformis muscle. Oh, that one. Yes. And it is kind of like your inner butt muscle. It's an inner glute muscle. It can irritate your, your sciatic nerve. Okay. Apparently, okay. the best way to to work it out is I did find a machine where I can work that
1: muscle, and it looks makes you look very silly. Okay. Doing very well. There's a there, there's a there's a um there is a machine for your piriformis muscle. It says it on there, piriformis flexor or whatever. No shit. No, I'm asking you. Is there? Oh no, I mean it doesn't. You, you
0: kind of see the group of muscles highlighted. Okay. Um, and you kind of – you lay on your back and you're kind of like, – you're thrusting your hips up. Yeah. And uh, – but it's been helping. And then, of course, okay. I've, I'm supposed to stretch the piriformis muscle. Okay. Um, How do you stretch and, your piriformis? And pariformis? someone is supposed to like uh, – it's supposed to help if someone is to like work my inner butt. Okay. Like put the, – with their fingers, just, just dig into my inner butt. Okay. And –
1: so I thought that was kind of related because it sounds like my trip to the doctor. So you're at the massage place. You're getting a massage. They're they got oils and stuff because it's it's it, you know it's not a sexual massage or sensual, but they have oils because they're working you and they're working your ass and that's fine because there's muscles in there, but then their thumb starts to creep towards your doggy door, right? And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. when they get to the piriformis, have they gone from massage to? Um, porn vid? Porn tube? I mean, the piriformis is adapted. If adapt- you were to
0: watch a video of it, and if they were really doing the deep tissue massage that I need, yeah, it would it would look suggestive. Okay, all right.
1: So they yeah. could if be... If you were
0: going from the right angle, it would yeah. just...
1: Yeah, it would look it would look invasive. So you could go in and you'd be like, look, I need a piriformis massage, but a platonic one, please. Yeah, can yeah. I get a... Platonic. I need you to work my inner butt hard, hard, but, really hard. But, but no pegging. Plat- platonically. and Platonically. No I need pegging. You to, I need you. <laughs> there's a, a word for uh when y- you slide your um your little friend in between the butt cheeks. You don't actually go in, just in between the the butt cheeks. Do you know what that word is? You know, butt cheek. The butt cheeks slide. The, the, Let me look uh, it up. No, what is it called? I don't know either. I'm going to look it up real quick. But cheap. it's got
0: to have something to do with like a, a hot dog of some kind.
1: No, like there's a there's a Latin firm. Uh, let's see. This is going to be fun to Google this because I'm sure I'm going to get all kinds of fun. Hit slide. That's not frauderism, right? That's, you know, uh, that sounds that sounds that could be what I'm thinking of. OK, uh,
0: what, do you, what do you got? Let uh, me, let me Google gotta, this. We got to move on, even though, I,
1: you know, of course, I love this this subject. But all I'm we getting is to move on. All I'm getting is, of course, just hits for um porn videos let's see is there a name for ah here we go somebody says is there a name for this they're asking on quora and uh yeah 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 hmm. yeah the, some people saying it's, it's called, called an oscar
0: Mayer screamer <laughs> i'm just trying to think of hot dogs. i like that because it seems it seems like a hot dog
1: between two buns just visually it seems like a ballpark prank. Maybe that's. <laughs> I, I think that's what it is. So, fr- frottage is, yeah, any kind of non penetrative rubbing. So, I guess it would be intergluteal frottage or whatever. Um, uh, intergluteal frottage, ladies and gentlemen. Thank I you. Know. All. I don't know if that's what it is. That's what we're going to call it. So, you go to the massage parlor and you're like, hey, I need some intergluteal frottage, platonic. I need some platonic intergluteal frottage. Can I maybe call our show that? I don't know. Platonic intergluteal Sure, man. That I mean, of course, if something even weirder comes up, then we can, you
0: know, yeah. we can replace it. Yeah, that, it seems kind of obvious. The best
1: candidate so far. Platonic intergluteal frottage. You remember on the this morning's episode, I was saying, I bet you, given the kinds of things we talk about and the way we talk, most of our listeners are probably 15-year-old boys. When they see platonic intergluteal frottage on their iTunes uh, pl- podcast list, they are be like, oh, yeah, here we go. You think so? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
0: think they I think they might be thrown off and be like, boring. But then we go, but do you know what that means? And then you tell them and they're like, oh,
1: shit. Oh, yeah, I'm into that. I think that they would see the glute and they're like, wait a minute. That means butt. I know what glute means. And then they, from there they'd look it up and they go, oh, yeah, here we go. And then it would be two 40-year-old men talking about prostate exams. They're like, ah, oh, god damn it. Well, I
0: wanna shift gears into more sophisticated humor here. I've got a note as, long that as says, you don't really shit
1: stanky farts. Okay. It's a real that's a radical shift. Let's go from talking yeah. about buttholes to what comes out of buttholes in gas form. <laughs> yeah. And
0: and I thought you could help out with this. I've been making a list. <laughs> Jesus.
1: <laughs> Have you been checking it twice? Well well <laughs> try to find out who's stanky and nice. Well, the stinky thing is, there's been lots of
0: farting out. in my household. Me and my dog, and and uh, there's now just become this kind of creative exercise. When there's a really stinky fart, my yeah. wife and I try to come up with, you know, this fart is so stinky that oh yeah. yeah, fill in the blank. Okay, I thought you would probably come up with good ones, but I wanted to present to you a few of these items. Yeah, let's hear. I like hear. them so so that you know that fart was so stinky. Uh, the windows suddenly have a beige tint. <laughs> okay. Like uh yeah. And or the, that fart was so stinky my coffee tastes different now. Okay. That type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like here's that. here's another one. That that fart is so stinky that Obi-Wan felt a disturbance in the forest from across the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty stinky, yeah. There's another one that fart was so bad a baby cries in the distance a ba- a, you could hear a baby cry in the distance damn that's no, good yeah, anyway okay. you, t- you you get it i've got yeah. a whole lot of these though there's like the so stinky the toilet flushes itself <laughs> okay sure snow starts melting before it hits the ground uh, my dog turns to me and says that's gross <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. The characters the characters on TV notice it.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Or like my mother calls from my hometown to ask if I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, she doesn't she doesn't know why. Yeah. The <sighs> clock funny. slows down. Yeah. Music becomes warbly and atonal. <laughs> I like that one. So I, I, I gave you. That's maybe half of my list.
1: Okay. Are we, we going to come up with some more?
0: Well, I just wanted to throw that out to you. If you have any now, that's fine. But I, I would like for you to think about that because I, will. I feel like you would come up with really good ones. And and it's just
1: it's so it's such rudimentary humor. It is, you know, just stinky but I like it. fart humor. The f- only one that I could think of while you're talking was God. That that fart was so bad the curtains don't move anymore. It's the only one I could think of. I don't even know that's funny. <laughs> I like it. You know, along those lines, and the same kind of thing, the other day, I was driving my son to, to uh, his swim lesson, and he was telling me a story that made no sense, right? And I'm sure you've heard these before and other people have, four-year-olds telling stories, you know, like, and then when the dragon saw the witch, he decided to drive to Texas, and they bought some some snow you know it just it goes weird and it's on and on and at first it's cute and then you're just like okay whatever dude so yeah. i just kept saying what really no really and he would say yeah and i go and you know how you say like well slap my slap my ass and call me sally or whatever you know some sort of weird well i'll be a monkey's <laughs> uncle you know what i'm saying so i just making up yeah. as many as i could just whatever i could think of he'd be like what i'm like well i'll be a hot biscuit in a tin pan full of fried corn are you serious <laughs> just anything You know, and he he didn't notice, right? But I was really making myself, I can't remember any of them, but I was really cracking myself up. Just, you know, (laughs) you know, you know. Well, snot rocket in my Cheerios. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, I'll eat a bridge on a Tuesday if you give me 12 cents. Are you telling the truth? And you got to do that at the end. You gotta say, are you serious? Are you telling the truth? That can't be true. You know, or, or instead of saying shut the front door, we're like, what? What? Zip up your pants and quit acting like your sister. Are you serious? You know, that kind of thing. So <laughs> That's good.
0: Yeah, and if you sit around, you can just, you know, you can come up with hundreds of them.
1: Hundreds. Maybe five or six of them would be really good. I'm jealous. Um, I love my wife to pieces, but, and we do get goofy with language, but I would love to play that. That game was, God, that thing was so stinky. The speakers melted, you know. I would love to play that. Because it's not so much just the coming up with it. It's the keep on doing it for, you know, a long time, minutes or hours or whatever, right? Yeah, just keep going back and forth. Yeah. That's where a lot of these came from. Yeah. You know. Now, another sort of game that I do play with my son, and he plays, he he knows the game, is the, um? I'll say, hey, you know what? you're, you're goofy or you're silly or you're funny or whatever. He'll go, no, you are. And I'll go, no, you are. And then he'll say, you are. And then I will say, Hey, you know what? I was reading the paper the other day. Hey, you know what it said? And he'll say, what? And I said, you are. And then he'll, he'll go, ho, ho, ho. You're not telling a joke. Well, I was at the, uh, the pet store and I saw a piece of paper you know what it said? What? You are. And we'll just go back and forth making shit up. The longer, the better. And he he does it. He makes it up. He's like, but he always responds with, ho, 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 you're not telling a joke. Or, ho, 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 you think you're funny, but... I don't know if he knows what he's saying, but it's hilarious. Cracks me up. I honestly think that you're setting him up neurologically to be very witty when he's older. I hope so. I hope so. Just making stuff up. Because if there's one thing I've learned in my 48 years, Joe, is that nothing matters. Life is absurd. The only thing you can do that's worth any kind of effort whatsoever is be a silly motherfucker. Everything else is just whatever.
0: Being silly really eases the
1: pain of life. It does. It makes I hate it to al- get dark here. It almost makes the pain worth it. Almost. 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 So um, let's see. What minute are we at? Because I'm done with my can of beer. Uh- it was a um, a Pacifico. How many ounces? 24 ounces. Oh, it's a big one. I usually like to drink, you know, cheap Mexican beer. And lately, I can't find Tecate in cans, not in 24-ounce cans. So I get the, uh, uh, what's the one that the frat boys like? The uh, Corona, right? But they didn't have that at 7-Eleven, so I got Pacifico. Excuse me. Ugh. That's gross. Yeah.
0: Hey, How I was gross listening to I was I was going through looking for items for montages and stuff just for fun and I stumbled across this episode which was called Bent Bent Over and Taken to the Cleaners. Yeah.
1: I remember and that episode.
0: I just I just wanted to I should have pulled this clip just so we can listen to it again because it's the only time but I'm kind of hoping that one of us will do it again. I could I can make it happen. You farted for real on the
1: show. Okay. I think I remember that, yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking
0: through the day, I'm like, you know, we should fart more on the show. And I, <laughs> I was like, God damn, dude. Like, that's that's what this show has come to. I'm like, uh, you know, wanna have well, fun on the show. We talk about butts a lot. We but do our butts don't talk enough. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so if you have a huge fart, feel free let's get it let's get it on record okay i i'm I'm not challenging you right now I mean if you, you know you can't just cultivate a fart on call can you not me uh uh-uh. uh I think there are people who can like yeah a- you can like suck air into your butt and then
1: fart it out yeah, which okay. is i i I don't know how much research has been done on flatulence but where does the sound it's not the, you know, the very tip of the onus, right? It doesn't flap. There's something else in there flip flapping around, right? And how come it always changes sound? Like midway through it can change sound and then like the second one doesn't sound the same as the first. What's the That's like, the wonderful thing about the butthole. They're like snowflakes. It's, well,
0: it's like a set of vocal cords. Okay. You know? They can vibrate. That you know, that's that's it. That's the, as sophisticated as my <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> my understanding. Well, I mean, if you think about a butthole, it's a lot like a set of vocal cords. I think and okay. it, you know, it can hit notes. It vibrates. Yeah, the yeah. anus itself. But then, of course, you know, you can get a really big old juicy fart, and then your actual butt cheeks are
1: are applauding. Yeah. Okay. That and that's that's something special. Well, I could try to fart. If I feel one coming on, I mean, usually like anyone else, there are certain foods I eat after a while. I can get, you know, some farts. Lately, my favorite thing to do is in the morning, I know I've been talking about my son a lot, but you know, why not? In the morning, he wakes up and then I go get him and then I make him breakfast. But before we get to the kitchen, I'll stop and I'll go, uh-oh, and he'll say what? I was like, duck. And I'll go, what? And then fart. And he'll go, what? And i say, well, it was a joke, son, because you're supposed to think there was the sound of a duck, but I was telling you to duck. And he's like, I want cornflakes. I'm like, whatever. He doesn't pay. He didn't care.
0: <laughs> I, t- I do a similar thing. I'll just, my wife will be getting ready for work or something going around. And d- Do you do this with your wife where you yell a lot, like through the house? Like, hey, where's the, you know. I don't. She does. The cheese grater or something like that. I don't know. You know.
1: I know what you're talking about. Do you yeah, ever do that? I I well, don't I don't like doing that. I always go look and make f- eye contact, but she'll like from the other side of the room. She'll be like, "Hey, five minutes my house again," and then like an idiot, without moving, I'll go what as if it's going to be more clear the second time. I said, hi to my hand with her. I'm like, "God damn it!" I have to get up and walk find her. What she's like? Do you know what day it is? I'm like, it's fucking Tuesday. God damn it! And I'll go back to my office. She does that. But you guys are yelling at each other and farting, right? Well, yeah, that's what I try to do. If I know I've got a really big
0: one that that might actually carry, the sound might carry, then I'll try it. I'll be like, like, hey, honey. She'll be like, what? And I'll be like, rap. (laughs) And then if she says something like, ah, God, then I know she heard it.
1: Yeah. She probably gets to the point where you go, hey, honey. And she'll go, what? And she doesn't hear anything. She's like, oh, he probably farted. I don't need to yeah. hear this again. Ah, oh, God, she says, and then she knows that you're say, you're you're uh, assuaged. I'm guessing. I don't know if that's true. Uh, something you said though made me think of something. Um, why? How come we, at least for a long time, maybe not anymore, but you can tell, like you got some pressure down there. And you're like, it's a fart this time, or it's a it's not a fart. How can you tell? How do your how does your body know? That is not one of the six senses. Five senses. <laughs> Maybe it's the sixth sense. But how's your butt know?
0: Your butt can just tell the if it's solid or not. I, I guess. Know. You know you, you can just just imagine it now. You can you know the difference. You know what it feels like. A yeah. fart feels
1: like a fart and now look, sometimes yeah, sometimes are made. You're rolling the dice, you're drawing <laughs> fudge, yeah, but but no, but I'm what I'm saying is, how does it know? I know, I know, because I've depended upon it for most of my life. But how does it know? Are there special, you know, fart-sensitive nerves down there? that are going, or maybe there's like, you know, solid-sensitive nerves. They're like, whoa, 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 you're gonna want to grab a book, son, because this is not aerated. You know what I'm saying? Or <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, our our butts are sensitive. In that way. so, yeah. They're, they're set up for that. And not only that, but you you said it. You said if you know it's going to be a big one or a loud one. Like, you can tell. You can tell it's like, all right, I can ease this one off in the middle of a meeting. Somebody might smell it, but probably not. You can tell. And other times you're like, nope, I'm not even going to. i got to keep a tight pucker because this one is going to blow the doors off the windows, yeah. off the doors.
0: Have you ever known that there is a fart, but there's also a turd, and you just squeeze the fart out without – releasing the turd well yeah yeah and that's another that, thing it's that, like, that really
1: speaks to the sensitivity of one's it does digestive system and we're creatures who evolved so ostensibly there was a time Colin, i guess Cone. a couple of million years ago where there were two two hairy dudes walking along and one of them was like i think i got a fart nope it's poop i'll hold it another one's like i don't know what it is blap and then he got eaten by a tiger And so the other dude survived, but he didn't. So, like, what's the evolutionary advantage of knowing what...
0: How did we evolve to know that? Right.
1: (laughs) Or to be sensitive in that way. That's creepy, man. I've never thought about that. What's its usefulness? It's got to be something like... I swear to God, Joe, it's going to be hilarious when aliens, we finally meet aliens, and we're like, we would like to talk to you about democracy and the positron and, you know, God, and like... Okay, hang on. First, one thing. How do y'all know if you're going to fart or poop? How do you know that? Like, how do your bodies do that? We, Your democracy thing, fine. We've been watching you since the Greeks, okay? Photons and all that crap. Yeah, science. Got it. No problem. You want to talk about God? Met him last week. We had brunch. But your buttholes, those we can't figure out. I swear, I swear to you, Joe, that's what's going to be. Amy Adams is going to be in an alien ship, watching a bunch of squid people make coffee stains on a wall. And when she translates, it's going to say, how did she know that wasn't a... That was a fart. How did you know? And she's like, This can't be what it says. <laughs> yep, that's what it says. How'd you know that was a fart? You just made me think of something silly. The if, if aliens
0: in some stories about aliens, they 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 can telepathically communicate, right? Yeah. yeah. They can just kinda like put they can transmit ideas into your head maybe and you, then you translate it or they translate it into whatever language. They go yeah. beyond language and just transmit uh, yeah, messages to you. I thought it would be funny if, if if you meet an alien and then he's like mind melding with you and, and he's talking to you and then suddenly you hear in your head, you hear. <laughs> and you're like, what, what was that? And then the alien's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just farted. Like, wait. Did you just brain just, fart me? Just, did, you just yeah. <laughs> hot, did you just hot box my brain? Like, did, did your alien butt just alien fart? And like, no, I just
1: that was just. I was just communicating to you. I just, yeah. We communicate through farts. Mind fart. Is a mind fart, or it's like <laughs> the aliens come and they they you know they're controlling us with their brains. But the reason why they lose the big wars because they can't tell the difference between a fart and a poo. And so you see somebody walk down the street, sort of <laughs> hitch up one butt cheek, and then their shorts fill up with crap. And you're like, hey, that's an alien. Human wouldn't do that. Kill him. That's how we detect the aliens cuz they don't know how to fart. <laughs> <laughs> this is great, man. This it's, is good. This is good podcasting well, it, stuff. Yeah. Check
0: it out. I've got I've got another note here. It's okay. really just another list. You okay. know, we did a show this morning and and the reason why I texted you earlier this evening I'm like we just need to do another show. Like if Jason could do another show. Th- you you're witnessing why I needed to do another show cuz there's all these fucking notes that have built up and I just need to I just need to put them I need to record them and and just be done with them Sure, they are building up on me. So that's why I've got another list here if you want to hear for it. it. Yeah. So when I, my wife and I will watch crime shows all the yeah. time. We've brought that up many times. Yeah. And so, you know, the the normal characters in your you know, it's true crime, so these are real people, but the people right. being interviewed are like the detectives and the family members. And, yeah. You know, and it's this one that we've been watching, I Am a Killer, most of the interviews are with the killers themselves wow, okay. on death row, and, and they're telling the story from their perspective, which yeah. is really weird. But my wife has this thing where. It doesn't really matter who it is. Normally, it's the murderer lately, which makes me feel better. But she tends to insult people's physical appearance. <laughs> oh, my God. While we're watching these shows. You know, there's yeah. some pretty severe, like, white trash people sometimes. And, yeah. and there's, let's face it, there's, there's people that we just find reprehensible, you know, yeah. almost like on a spiritual level. And then yeah. I think at that point, my wife just feels good about trashing them in yes. any way she can. You know what I mean? Yes. So I've been making a list as she insults people, and some of these are really creative. A couple of them made me laugh out loud. I can't, couldn't believe. Right in the middle of a true crime show, she was like, she's like, that, that That woman looks like she sheared a mangy poodle and crazy glued it to her head. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad the woman's hair was. Yeah, There's yeah. another hair one. She likes to make fun of people's hair. Like, this... this is something that you would say i think like that one looks like she took a jerry curl mullet wig out of the dryer and put it on backwards
1: (laughs) (laughs) i do like that
0: one. this is a tough one just that guy has an absence of ass it's like a concave ass it's like a neg a negabut he has enough and then she goes but he has enough love handles for three asses a megabut that's funny a negabut yeah and then uh this is a good one she goes oh that woman's disgusting it's like she has a constant stream of snot running down from her nose to her mouth, and it's staining her teeth the color of boogers. Oh God! She could have just said green, which is the color of boogers. Right? <laughs> she said the color of boogers. Yeah. Like anyway, it. those things just keep coming. I've, I kind of, I'm hoping for people that are a little bit unsightly, just so
1: I can hear what my wife's gonna say. <laughs> you, you walk. He shows. Gotta <laughs> walk to the to the trashy part of town just so we can insult people. Yeah, your wife is a sweetheart, and I know she's got a heart of gold, um, given what she does for a living. So to hear her talk like that is, I don't know, extra funny for me. That's good stuff.
0: Yeah, and, I, like it's, it. and it, I think it kind of makes her feel licky inside. Just just after the fact, it kind of comes tumbling out, and she's like, "Ah, oh, that's am I a bad person?" I'm like, "I don't think so, honey."
1: <laughs> I just Google sure, but I don't think so. I just Googled uh, bad haircuts to see if I could say something. And these haircuts are amazing. And I don't know how to describe them. I think your wife is the only one. Here's one where a guy has his head shaved like a monk would have. But the top tufts of hair have been uh, hairsprayed stiff enough that they stick up and there are two eggs nested in them. I'm not joking. Two actual eggs. Yeah. And this oh guy, God. this guy looks like he. It looks like his mom was a Shaolin monk, who was really into the '70s, and his dad was a comb, and they had him. I mean, I have an image in my
0: head, but I don't know. I don't know if it's yeah. the same image. I know. It's I don't really- know if it's
1: representative of the real image. Well, as long as it's close, that's all that matters. Really, or and since I'm not going to describe it anymore, it's probably not. How about this? This Billy Eilish. She likes to sport a mullet and change it different colors, doesn't she? Yeah, Billy. Yeah.
0: Billy Eilish. Eilish. Billy Eilish. Billie Is she a good singer? I don't know. I've, apparently, Do the, her Oscar. She did a performance at the Oscars, and it was really good. And I, I guess she has a beautiful voice. Okay, I've only heard but two I songs. Don't know. I thought maybe maybe you have heard her sing.
1: No, I. Good. I don't know. I, I honestly, the two songs. My my wife played some, on the, the radio the other day, and they both sounded very much like, uh um Philip Glass with a with a nice beat, and which is not. To, I'm not judging them because those only two are heard. So I couldn't really hear her sing because she was all like low and like, a I Your mom's dumb, and and then it was boom, you know, and I don't know. To me, that was not like a feature of a beautiful voice. It was just some sort of like moan chanting. So I don't know.
0: performance just right there
1: was really good. Oh, thank you. I mean, I was getting into it. Cool. Well, maybe I'll turn that into my next single. Um, But I was just looking at these bad haircuts and her her picture came up. And I nothing against her. I mean, she's by all – she's super talented. And even if she wasn't like these other people with these haircuts, I have no point. I have no place to make fun of people because I'm not – At Adonis, can I ask you a question about music? Can we move on? Sure, I've got a couple more
0: notes about my wife being uh, mean, (laughs) but but no, no. Let's uh, let's
1: shift gears. I'll I'll take care of these notes a little bit later. How are we doing on time? We got about we we got about fifteen minutes left. Um, so we got plenty of time. Quarter, we're three quarters done. You've survived three quarters of the podcast, listener. So let me ask you this question: Back in the day when you were a, a band, when you were you were a band and you wrote music. What was your process? Did would you just sit down okay, would you would you sit down and like here's some chores, Jangy Changa, ching changy ching changing ching Oh, that's nice. Now some let's make a melody. Do 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 doo and now some words. In your butt, in your butt, all right, in your butt. And that's how you would write it, or what was your process? All like from how would you do it?
0: Well, it, it, it happened a few different ways. I'll I'll try to not to make this long and tedious, boring uh a lot of times it would happen while I was in the car and some melody would that I thought was evocative or compelling would just like come to my head okay. and I'd keep humming it and and then like other it would lead to other parts of the of the melody but a lot of times it would start with maybe a chorus or I knew it was going to be the melody of of the first verse or something like I could kind of identify that like oh that okay. that would be a good verse and maybe it, and then I'd start kind of assigning words or when it when it first appeared it might it might just be a few words with the melody like okay. it appeared that appears together and then I always try to get home and then start messing around on the guitar to to accompany this this melody and sometimes okay. that would be finger picking or arpeggios or patterns or, or a strumming pattern or something. And try to get, and so, a lot of times I would have drum beats in mind. Okay. It, it just kind of like built from there, but then once I started messing with it on a guitar, then I could take it to the band, and if I had other ideas about how to accompany this, sometimes it would turn into a complete song, because then I'm starting to write lyrics to the melody, and then I realize that there's the emotion that I'm trying to convey that leads to more actual words that uh, that convey that emotion, so it builds from there. But then I'd be, take it to the band and we, like really start fleshing things out and layering, you know, the different instruments and, and different parts, um, experimenting with
1: with different parts okay. to to flesh the song out. So let me just How's nutshell it. Yeah, no, that was perfect. Let me just nutshell. It. Tell me if I got this. So essentially, it would start with some sort of inspired idea of a melody and then from there it would start to take more form and structure in your mind but then the you and the band would complete it together you you would not take them hey guys here's the song here's the chords i'm going to sing this uh james pluck your drum like your bass like this steve hit your drums like this no it would be more like what do you think, James? Bass line is like, uh, how about this? Yeah, well, it kind of depends on the song, because some
0: songs I I really had a, a fairly complete idea of what all the instruments
1: should do by the time I got to the band. Okay, and, and you say so what they I should do, kind of but you're not communicating this. You say what they should do, but you're not like handling your bandmate sheet music, right? You're saying... Okay, here's what you play, and what would you like? Would you play it for them, or would you say, "Give yeah, me"? Yeah,
0: some sometimes, you know, I'm I'm decent at at the instruments in a in a rock band, except yeah. for like keyboards. I suck at that, but like I could I could if if I had a pretty good idea of what I wanted, I would get on the drum set and kind of lay out for Timbe. Okay, you know who was a, the drummer in in a couple of bands I was in. I'd sit down and, and show him what I had in mind. Of course, he's a better drummer than me, so a lot of times he would, his version of it would be like kind of more complete yes. and uh, and interesting, right? And tech technically skillfully executed than what I could do. But the same thing on a bass. You know, I could pick up a bass and kind of get down with it. Uh, but yeah, a lot of times I would just bring the 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 acoustic guitar version of it and then the band members would just start playing things over it and and sometimes first try wasn't good like it didn't sound right or they right. would like you know oftentimes i was in this band where we would kind of lean toward reggaeing things out like things would start veering into reggae and i would okay. have to kind of back unless, <laughs> unless i thought the reggae was kind of
1: added something interesting which sure. happened a couple of times anyway okay
0: yeah
1: so that was the process the, the reason i asked selfishly is today on the old ukulele which i'm still terrible at um i was really i was jamming out pretty hard i had i had a uh a, a decent chord progression and and it was just your basic you know one six four five i should say uh one six minor four five um so you know nothing complicated but i liked the way it was being split up in terms of how much emphasis i was giving each one and then i had a bit of a of another uh, what do you call it um a, a, the chorus then was just a, um, the one and the four which was fine and then I had a bridge even which was I switched it to a minor key and it all worked together pretty good and I was liking it and then I was like okay now I need to come up with a melody and the melody I came up with did not fit <laughs> with these chord changes or the emotion of it whatsoever at all so. So far I've done nothing because any asshole can play, you know, 1645. That's like that's just rock 101. That's not even rock 101. That's like remedial rock. That you don't well, even Well, but you're but you're explaining the,
0: the this is another way that it would happen where if if I'm just jamming with the band or just playing around on my guitar or practicing other songs on my guitar and then you start messing around with it and messing around with different chord structures, learning new uh, chord progressions and stuff like that. Some songs appeared that way, and that kind of sounds like what you were doing. And then I would sit there and try to think of melodies to lay on
1: top of something that I stumbled across right. instrumentally. Well, I can tell you that my experience has been that if I play any kind of very straightforward chord progression, and and if I have lyrics, not before, but if I have some, mind, and mostly they're silly things like, you know, I'll be like, uh, oh, my God, this boner, it won't go away. You know, just singing it, notes happen. A melody happens. You know what I'm saying? And it's very rudimentary. That's called
0: priapism, and it lasts about four days.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and it's not bastard. like the melody is anything super-duper exciting. It's not like I'm, I'm the next Mozart by any chance. But it's almost like melody is automatic it doesn't need to be something overwrought and if i try to think about it it doesn't work but if i don't think about it it's fine because that's not the point the point is to talk about how my boner won't go away and the melody is just supporting that right or whatever (laughs) yeah it might not be my boner it might be something else that won't go away like you know this well i
0: always think that melodies should just be primarily emotionally evocative
1: yeah well, no. There's little. Some way. There's little rules. Is that redundant? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, there's little rules but like so if
0: you're talking. But that's why I like obscenitizing songs. If you're doing a boner thing, I would want the emotion being evoked to be ironic, misplaced, like in contrast. Because if you're talking about a boner and you get like really sappy and emotional about uh-huh. it, then that's that makes. It's one thing to have a line about a boner. Right. It's, it's better to have a melodic, emotional <laughs> melody. Yes. When you're speaking of a boner, when you're singing of a boner. Right. That's and what's so fun about obscene music and because there, and, it's there, the contrast between the emotion and
1: and the actual content the, of yeah. the song. And and there are kind of not rules but guidelines to how to evoke certain emotions, whether you're you know, going up uh, uh, the scale or down, whether you're going by thirds or sixths, whether you're hitting some of those um, those, um, half-step steps, you know, that kind of thing. And they, they evoke different yeah. emotions. But again, every time I think, okay, I want this to feel sort of sad, so I'm going to switch down to maybe... A Phrygian scale, and then we'll tra- and then it's just it just sounds like you know crap. Whereas if I just say, "Hey, my boner, salute it, please," and then oh, there's a melody done right.
0: Well, the the latter I think is more effective way to
1: to write songs. Yeah, yeah. Well, what about like when you're jamming, right? Somebody's like laying down a fat bass line, and it's it's pretty good. Maybe maybe it's a twelve bar blues thing. And now it's time to do a solo. Are you able to do that? Can you just sort of like solo freestyle do it on your own or do you have to make it up beforehand?
0: Oh, no. In fact, I'm way better at just doing solos different every time. Yeah. It was tough. Like you've heard some of my albums and the solos on there were solos. I would try to kind of. I liked those solos, so when I was playing live, I would try to get close to them. Yeah. But I'm. But all my solos were a little bit different every sure. time, and and I, I'm I'm much better at just kind of expressing myself in in, in an improvisational way. Okay. Um. It, I, there's a couple of solos that I've learned, like uh, one that I'm proud of. What is that song? It's by Rilo Kiley. Um, um hillary sh- duff's butt make it jump make it jump no i it, it's that's i shouldn't it. even brought it up but there, there's a solo that's very specific and you should play it the same way because it just does its job so well yeah, that yeah. to kind of mess with it by improvising wouldn't do service to the song so sure there's, there's some rilo kiley song oh it's called um i i never should we play I it? Never I yeah, never... I played that with one of my bands, uh, me and Timbe's bands. Rilo, Kylie.
1: Kylie. Yeah, I yeah, Rilo, spongy. Kylie.
0: And if you can find the guitar solo, that's that's one of those guitar solos that I actually learned.
1: And I... I've... Is this it? Yeah. yeah. Let's see, try to find it. <laughs>
0: Here it is. Here it is.
1: Oh, that's that's lovely. And so you learned that solo.
0: Yeah, actually, that was kind of the end, the the climax of the oh, solo. It. Okay. But-
1: <clears throat> and it, it's weird cuz
0: again if you list my albums there's specific solos on there but when i played them live they often came through a little bit differently and so okay. I, don't know. I feel like i my the way i play music is very melodically centered okay. and uh, especially the way i play solos but i have to
1: yeah okay
0: i've i've, I've really talked way too much about this you want to hear a song talk about a really good melody yeah for a song have you ever heard the the artist flurry
1: before no should we play some flurry we have got yeah i've got got it right okay go for it go for it yeah let me see
0: can you hear that yeah Supplies running out. It's time.
1: oh was the rooksop playing over that uh under it uh so i like that i'm gonna go listen to it is it sort of like a a trip hoppy thing like the sneaker pimps and uh whoever did the song that they used for the show house yeah kind of
0: yeah she's a she gets very into like musical score
1: type of things yeah. but
0: then yeah there's trip hop and stuff
1: I know. okay i feel like that kind of music which is lovely i like it a lot and i listen to it i do is mostly the focus is the singer's voice is an instrument and there are lyrics and yes there's melody but for the most part you're listening to the texture of her voice the the the, the, the tonality of it the way it it moves on itself right
0: Yes, but yeah. the
1: melody is so
0: important in well, that song, and her, the instrument of her voice has to be has to have certain capabilities to pull it off. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I guess what and I by the way, yeah. I've got to say, the lyrics to that song are. She she says, "I feel like this is really intense." She says, "Lover, hunter, friend, and enemy, you will always be every one of these. Nothing's fair in love
1: and war." Yeah. Okay. This is That's my point. Fucking gnarly. <laughs> those Whoa. those lyrics, taken out of context, uncontextualized, are sort of vague, right? We don't know who stuck. Oh about, yeah, yeah. Right, which is fine. Hundred percent cool, no problem. But I think like if a song is just the lyrics, it's going to be specific. If the song is just the melody, that melody is going to be very, um, not ornate, but it's going to be very self-consistent. Classical music. I think for the most part, up until the Romantic era started, was mostly like, okay, here's the melody, now let's develop it, right? Whereas, lately, or not lately, but other music is about texture and sound. Like, I think it's interesting, Joe, this is what I'm trying to get at, My blabber, that mm-hmm. you, you put a primacy on melody. You and I both love music. I think we can both say without fear of contradiction that the person we know who likes music more than anyone else besides ourselves as, our, as each other. That was a weird sentence but I've had 24 <laughs> ounces of Pacifico. I was following you. I, I got you. And yet yeah. our our touchstone in music is completely opposite because melody to me is like you know it's I work on it really hard and it, nothing happens. I try not to think about it and it happens. But I don't even care about melody. I shouldn't work on it at all because for me it's all about that well you know Those chords and the chord progression and the... And you're into that stuff too, but I think, like you said, you you go melody first, right? And I'm not trying to pigeonhole you.
0: No, no, I I just, I think it depends on what type of music I want to hear, what emotions I want, and, you know, I'm... Look, you know, sometimes all I want to do is listen to music, like instrumental music. Yes. But I would argue that there, I find there's melodies in all of that like when you're listening to stoner rock and that guy is doing a gnarly guitar solo maybe one of the most important things that's happening there is the execution of a melody within the solo
1: right well there's there's melody like here is a melodic statement again that we're going to develop and then there's a word of improv melody which is like it's not so much about the character of the melody but the way we get to it right and that's the kind of thing you're talking about. And that's what these guys in these Stoner Rock bands, when they're just they're just pounding out a melody, it's not like you can definitely tell the difference between a Stoner Rock solo and say a Joe Satriani. Joe Satriani's like, I'm gonna play you some melodic shit. Do 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 you know what I'm saying? You yeah. getting that? Yeah. Whereas these other guys are just like We're gonna we're gonna play something melodic so that we can finger pick the shit out of this guitar, but It's made up as we go, and that's the that's the joy, that's the love of it, I guess, is what I'm getting at.
0: Well, I think those types of melodies improvised are a little bit more complex, Absolutely, so that gives. Simple melodies can be great. Complex melodies can kind of give a different feeling, I think, depending. Anyway, I want to scream something because this is over. The color of boogers.